0: At the end of yesterday's Gemara, we brought down three different sukkim to tell you that when an animal is damaged, right, or killed, whether it's by a person, whether it's by a wild beast, or whether it's uh, killed by another wild, like another animal, like a shore, the owner of the, of the deceased animal, the owner of the carcass, he has to deal with the carcass, not the one who's mazik. So we gave an example and we said that, uh, let's say the animal that was killed was worth $100, and now when it's dead, it's worth $15. That's what the carcass is worth. So the mazik, the damager only has to pay the 85, and the $15 that the carcass is worth, that's the nizik's problem. He has to deal with it, not the mazik. In other words, the mazik doesn't pay him the $100, and then you say, okay you can keep the total loss, you can keep the dead animal, but rather the Moziik pays 85 and the Nizik, the one who's damaged, he's got to deal with this $15 animal. So if, if the animal uh, then gets deteriorates and starts rotting and uh, uh, and becomes worth less money by the time he takes it to market to sell it for animal feed or whatever he's going to sell it for, uh, that's the Nizik's loss, not the Mozi. That's what we borrowed yesterday. So now look more on the last line on the page on Yudah Midei says like this, let's say this depreciation of the carcass uh, that we said goes according to this. maybe it's really right? The time we learn it's like this, that the Pasha part of the Pasek is like the way the Tanakam explains it. If let's say you're guarding an animal and uh, you did your job but some wild um, wolf came and uh, devoured your your charge, the animal that you were watching, bring proof that you weren't negligent. And what does that mean? Bring proof that it was killed. It's a person who's a Shomer Sacha, a person who's... There's different kinds of Shomer. There's a Shomer who's only responsible for negligence. There's a Shomer Sacha who's paid. He's responsible not only for negligence, but also if it's lost or stolen. However, he's not responsible for an accident. This is an accident. He did his job. He was watching. He made sure that nobody would steal it and it wasn't lost or anything like that. But... Beyond his control, a fox or a wolf came and destroyed this animal, his charge. So, Yavi Adam Shinifra, Bonus Upatra, that's the Pashab Shad in the Pussek. Abishol mm-hmm. Darshan said, No, Omer, Yavi Aduda Lebesin. Aduda Rashi has the Gearsaduda like we have in the Gemara, he brings the carcass to court. Now, he brings the carcass to court. What's Reb bringing the carcass to court? You have to basically show what it was worth at the time of death, because afterwards, if it gets deteriorated or gets decomposed, that's the Nizik's loss. My is but the Who says, look, when it gets devalued after it's in other words, if the mazik just has to pay the whole hundred dollars, so let him pay the hundred dollars and that's it. Whatever's left, take whatever you want. You know, you want to take the carcass, fine. But he says, no, we have to bring the carcass to the court. To show basically to prove what it was worth at the time of death. That's have the Mars of the Danizik. That's how show. Have of the Masakavi. The Tanakhama says no. The Masik killed animals with the hundred dollars. He's got to pay the whole hundred dollars. That's all. And um all the proof that we're talking about in mean, Tarufi of Yive aid is bring Aidan that you didn't that uh, the the shot that you didn't commit any uh negligence or and it wasn't lost or stolen, that it was an accident. He was a shot the, the Masik has to pay. That's what Rashi is The the Therefore, so no, you can't say the Pasuk speaking about bring it to the court. What's the difference? What, what's the point of bringing it to the court? Uh, we've learned before that what does the Mazik pay? If he pays car, he pays the best. If he pays cash, he gives cash. If he has junk and garbage, he can pay with garbage. He can even pay with get dead carcasses if he wants. So what's the chiddish? There's no chiddish to say, see what it was worth before it was worth after. So he can pay whatever he wants, whatever it's worth, you know, whatever it's worth now, that's what he could pay. He could pay with that, whatever garbage he wants. So the machlokas apparently is whether whether who has to deal, who has to take the loss of the decomposition of the dead carcass from the time it was killed, when the damage was done, till the time that he sells it, till, till they uh, get they turn it into cash. Maybe that's the machlokas here that the second opinion of Bishol says, no, you have to bring proof what it was worth then, so it's Mashman, Chas, to the Nizik, and the Tanakh, Havels, Havels, to the Mas. it's most low. everybody holds, like we learned yesterday, based on three psukum, based on a case of a, a fox, and based on a case of a person killing an animal, and based on a case of a Shormuway killing an animal. Everybody holds that it, 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 the Nizik's loss. It, uh, the Chas, the, the uh, low, Alma the Nizik Nizik. Everybody else at the process of the, 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 the devaluation from the time of death of the animal till the time you sell, that's the Nizik's problem. The question that Afram raised yesterday. Here we're talking about who has to deal with the Nivela, who has to bring it to court. Right? You have to determine, right what happened now? Kill the animal. My animal killed your animal. I killed your animal. It was worth $100 for it. Now it's worth 85 I claim it's worth 85 You say, you no, know, it's only worth uh, it was worth nine. I claim that the, the that the dead carcass is worth fifteen dollars, and you claim it's only worth five dollars. so I should pay you ninety-five dollars, not eighty-five dollars. So you got to bring it to court. Everybody holds that you have to that, that you know that the nizik has to deal with it, whether it's fifteen. But the question you have to prove it. And that's the Everybody holds that the law lo- that the loss is the nizik from the time of death till yourself. But the question is. Who has to deal with the nevela? Who has to bring the nevela to court? Who has to take it out of wherever it is? Now, the three three-second so we dealt with yesterday was not dealing with a pit. You asked about a pit, but the truth is we were talking about an, a person who kills an animal, a fox that kills an animal, a shormu that kills an animal. But the Gemara relates it even to the case of the pit. The hard we see it, this has been inclusive. I thought, the other question is, who has to deal with it? In other words, the losses to the nizzing, but who has to deal with the nevela? who has to take it out of where it is and bring it to where where it should be. A lot of time we see this machlokas elsewhere in a brisa. Yeah. Here the case of the bore, exactly the case you raised. Even though we weren't talking about the bore yesterday, but the same thing applies here too. Uh, that uh, how do you know that the owner of the pit he has to take the shore out of the pit to determine uh, bring it out of, out of the pit. Tamilomer gets us kesad yashablabala vahamasi alo. In the case of the uh, Balaborisham Kesed Yashabal, Vahamesia low. So he darshens it, the Pashab chat is there's an there, right? Balaboyasam Kesed Yashvala, period, or asnahta, vahamasia low. He darshens it, in other words, the owner of the pit, the damager, he has to pay the owner and he has, he has to ret- pay the money and bring the, de- the dead animal out of there, too. He has to bring it out of there. Okay, so that's the, ma- so, but it's a machlok, it's a chermon. Some say that, that the that the owner of the pit has to do it Smash, but the others say, no, the uh, the the dead animal, the, the owner of the dead animal, the person who owned it before, he's got to take it out of there. It's his problem. So that's the question. In other words, the devaluation is certainly, is on the he, he Everybody agrees with that. Whatever the If the animal's worth $15 at the time of death and now when he sells it, it's only worth $5, that $10 loss, then Nizik has to absorb. The question is who has to take it out of the pit? What are we talking about? What do you mean take it out of the pit? If in the, if in the pit, let's say it's worth only $1 in the pit. But if you take it out of the pit, there it's a, it's more marketable. It's out of the pit because uh, you've already done that work. It's worth 4 so of course the the why do you need a pasuk to tell me that uh, that the uh, owner of the pit he has to be matriach and take it out of the pit? It's worth the fact that it's worth more out of the pit is to his advantage because he'll have to pay less. You understand? instead of it bring let's say the question is is it worth uh, it's it's uh, I killed the animal right? It's worth fifteen dollars in the pit, but outside of the pit it's worth nineteen dollars. Let's say. So I'd rather take it out of the pit. So I'd have to pay less. I wanted to pay $81. I wouldn't have to pay $85 because it's worth more. I need a pussy to tell me that. If if you're saying that the, uh, that's the machlokas over here, that uh, that according to Abishol says the Mazik has to do it, right? He says, he's got to bring it to, to the court. And, and uh, the Mazik has to bring it out. Of court. I need a pussy to tell me that. It's to my advantage to do it. Of course, I would want to do it. Right. In other words, if it's worth more money out of the pit, of course, I will want to take it out of the pit, because if it's worth more money, there, it means I have to pay less. Right. I killed the animal. It was worth eighty five dollars. I, I did damage of eighty five dollars. It's worth fifteen dollars in the pit. But if I take it out of the pit, it's worth nineteen dollars. So, of course, I'd rather take it out of the pit. So I'll have to pay only eighty one instead of eighty five. Isn't that obvious? So the answer is, it's worth the same dollar whether it's in the pit or out of the pit. It doesn't make any difference there. The point is, who has the responsibility? Take it out of the pit and bring it to court. Umika kai gavna? Is that does it make sense? Is that the way the market works? That in the pit it's worth the same as outside? It says, hey, yeah. The army ancient people say, sure, masa, if you buy a beam in the city, costs a dollar Sure, out in the in the woods, it's also in the in the midbar, or the desert, it's also worth a dollar. That sometimes it's the same price wherever you go. So that doesn't prove anything one way or another. But at the end of the day, we come out. So it's a machlokas who has to take it out of the pit or has to bring it from wherever it was killed to court because that's in the case of the pit, he's in the pit, but he could if it was killed by an animal or killed by a person, you got to bring it to show what it was worth and others to prove what it was worth at the time of death so that the nizik has to cover the rest of it because he has to cover the depreciation. That's the idea of balim metoplim binavela, the owner of the animal, he has to deal with that, not the mazik. Is that fair? But that's what the Torah says. That's what Torah says. He has to deal with it. Now, in all cases, we say that armor Shmuel, this that we do make an assessment. And we say, look, the, uh, the damager, the person who did the damage doesn't have to pay the full thing. He just pays what it was worth less. Now, uh, whatever it was worth at the time of death, that's uh, the, the $15 that the car- carcass is worth. The uh, Nizik has to deal with it now. If he doesn't take care of it and it decomposes, it's worth zero. It's his loss. Umar Shmuel, do you say the same thing only by other cases? So Amr Shmuel, ancient, we don't make this assessment. Let's say somebody stole my animal. And while he had it, it got worth less. Now when he returns it, do, do you say the same thing? Well, it's worth less money now. It got damaged, it aged, or whatever it was. Do you say the same thing, that it's the owner's loss? So Shmuel says, no, for Ghanif and Shmuel, we don't say that. Zak, Shmuel, especially by Nazikin, that we say that, uh, but the, the, so the Torah says that the owner has to deal with the uh, with the dead animal and deal with the depreciation. That's his problem. But not when it comes to a ganavagazim. gaza. Ba-Ni-Omer, Shmuel says. Va'aniyom after I say the same thing applies to a person who borrows an animal. Abba Abba. He's referring to Rav, his uh, his uh, compatriot. Rav. Rav and Shmuel always discuss things, argue. Sometimes they say the same opinion. His colleague, uh, Abba. That's Rav. That was Rav's name. Abba. He's motivated. to Lee. He's motivated to me. So the question is when he's motivated, to me. When he said, I say the same thing for Shoal. Show is like Nazikin or Schoel is like Gonifer Goslin. shaman. For a show for a show Personal borrows, we also make an assessment like Nazikin, Baba Motorly, and, and Rob has motivated to me on that. Oh, ain't shaman. That a Shoal is like a Gana for Gosling. but he got all the advantage. And um we don't make any assessment, but rather if, the, if he has to make good because he stole an item or he borrowed an item in the case of the Shoel, he has to, and something happened to it, he has to pay the full price. He can't say, well, I'm only going to pay you, uh, you know, the difference between a new one and what it's worth now when it's dead or broken or whatever. So he says, after the show ain't showman also is like Iganifragazin, Baba and So that's questions. which way does he go? Is a show like Nizikin where we make an assessment and then Nizik has to Suffer that loss, or he's like a Gonnifon Goslin, where the nizek doesn't suffer the loss, but rather if the if the Gonnifer Goslin stole something, he has to pay the full value to the person to make it up. Tashmada you have a story like this. We'll proof from here. the Shoal a person borrowed an X from his friend. Tavra broke. came for you gotta go pay him a new one. So you see over here that Shoel is like a Gonnifon We don't make an assessment. For a shoel he's like he's got to pay full value he's got to pay full value he, says, <speaking in Hebrew> he turned to rob and they said the rob he's at the din and he was quiet in other words maybe that was a special case he says that really didn't, and rob didn't answer you see that you do make an assessment and that a will is like nizik. that if a person borrowed an item and it broke in his possession or it died whatever it was it was an accident he died that we do make an assessment and he only has to pay the difference between the new one and what this one's worth now when it's broken or dead. Now, this is important. It's Ula in the name of Balezer, because we have different halachas that Ula M-R-B-L-S-er said that have nothing to do with our Gemara, but it's brought down because of Ula. said that we do make an assessment, just like Benazikin, a Puffin ain't Shaman, we don't make an assessment; that they have to pay full value. We do make an assessment for a show, meaning a show is like nazikim. That if the item was lost or dead, or dead, you you the the show only has to pay like a Mazik pays, meaning the the difference between the full value and what it's worth now. Yeah. Uh, like Rav Ravasi held that a showel is like um, uh, is a showel is like nazikim. Yeah. Why is that? is that? Why is Why is it? Why do we fight by nazikin that way? That's a bigger thing. So I damage you. Shouldn't I just have to pay for a total loss? Pay you for a whole new one? But that's what the that's what the PUSIC says. That's well, the Pusik says. Maybe, huh? The, the show there's no Pusik for that. That's uh, amount, that's so. The question is, me. what is it more comparable to Ghanop and Goslin, or is it more confident to nazikin? So you might say, if by nazikin the the Nizik has to deal with it. So by Shoel, where he didn't even do anything wrong, you know, he just borrowed something. I mean, he was just, you know, friendly, but it's more like Nazikin than Gotham. And says, well, hey, you got to return the whole thing. Don't tell me to start making shish bonus on which it's worth now. You borrowed my, you know, you you stole my item. So give me back a new one. Don't don't tell me I should, pay, you're going to pay the difference. That's the question. It's like the insurance company's study with your car. you pay the difference? you pay, or if something's lost or broken, do you pay the difference or do you pay a new one? You buy Pro-rated. a new one, Pro-rated. Pro-rated, yeah. So that's the question. So when it comes to God of Gazan, we say you have to pay a new one. Hey, When it comes to Neziken, based on a pasuk, we don't say that. And Shoal is more like Neziken. And there's a machlokus about it, obviously. But the Shoal is showing. Kurev, and now Ula was the one who said this off. Even though we didn't pasuk like him, he said Ula That we even make an assessment for God of Gazan? We don't hold that way. We don't, we, also, we don't shaman, begaz, and salach, it's not leaking, but we're going to bring out another alochas that Ulimar Lazar said. be a We hold that if a placenta came out, if a woman miscarried and a placenta came out, we claim that uh, if the whole placenta came out, that there was a baby in there that dissolved and it was like a leg and therefore she's tummy. If it's a boy it would be seven days if it's a girl 14 days if obviously if it's a if it's a um an, uh a, a miscarriage that you can't tell it's all dissolved and mushed up you can't tell if it's a boy or a girl you have to go home and she keeps 14 days of tumor so let's say show you she now it's only if it came out if it came out uh with the, if the whole placenta came out we say there's no such thing there must have been a baby there too and she's coming let's say um only a portion of it came out, a small portion, less than 50%. So she's that's not considered a lay day yet. So, but let's say Shulia says part of it came out, part of the placenta came out. We don't know if most of it came out that day or most of it came out the next day. She lost the baby. Shulia, she also a Tussum Yom one day came out on the first day, part of it came out, met Tussum Shani, and part of it came out the second day. Now, there was definitely a baby there, and she's tummy, but when does she start counting tumma? So says you start counting from the first day. She's telling me, because the concern is maybe most of it came out the first day. my Because maybe most of it came out the first day. It's a stringency that lead, that will lead to a leniency. Why? Because she's telling me for 14 days, if you start counting from the first day, so 14 days later, she finishes. But if you start counting from the second day, she she finishes 15 days later. So why do you say you're going to be mockery and start from the first day, but it's going to come out of Kula? Because on the 15th day later on, you're going to say she's tar. She can go to the mikveh, sleep with her husband, etc. You have to count, you know, 80 days, you make etc, et cetera, for korbanos and things like that. But, but the fact is that she's tar on the 15th day. So by saying she's tohar the first day, why do you think that's a chumar? It's a chumar that's going to come out to a leniency because you're going to also make metara one day earlier. And anything she touches on that day, you're, make, you're making a kula. The truth is, you're concerned that maybe it's the first day, it's your tummy. But you only really count from the second day, because in the second day when the whole placenta came out, so now you know for sure she, she gave birth and she start counting from that day. But the first day, it's possible that most of the baby came out the first day. So you start counting. You have to be concerned that she's tummy already from the first day, but you only start counting for sure from the second day, and then you'll finish basically on the 15th day. Mike what's the chiddush and all that? They mix a shulia below vlad that even a partial of a shulia, partial placenta, doesn't come out without a baby, without a, without an embryo. Tanina, we learn by an animal. Shulia shiotsa If let's say part of the placenta came out by an animal, we have this halacha. Let's say a cow is giving birth, and and, um, and there's a baby inside. Before the baby was born, you shechted the mother. What's the halacha? You don't have to shech the baby because the baby is considered part of the mother. But if the baby came out, then yet yeah, it needs its own shechita. You can't just kill it. Halachically, if the baby was inside when you shefted the mother and you came out, the baby came out now alive. You shefted the mother. Let's say the baby came alive. The baby can run around for five years and turn into a big cow. You can blow the animal's brains out and eat it because it's considered kosher because it, it's already considered slaughtered from the mother. That's we don't we don't we don't do that, but you could do that now. So, I think we learned the let's say part of the placenta came out and came out. Asur b'chila, you can't eat it. that you can't eat it. Why? With Based on the of the mother. Why? Because Simon Vladish, because a placenta came out, it's a sign of a of a birth of an embryo by a woman, and Simon Vlad the Behema. So, we know that already. What's he teaching me this business? If it came out partially the first day, you already have to be Machmer, because maybe the baby was it was mostly born there. And uh, we already learned that by an animal the same thing that if it came out the first day, asur b'chivu meaning if the if the part of the placenta came out, you have to be concerned that maybe that was the birth. And if you shechted the mother now, you can't eat that baby. Can't eat the baby because. You can't eat it if it's, if it's the only placenta, whatever. You can't shechit it. There's no nothing to shech. You can't eat it. It's nivela because it wasn't wasn't included in the shechita of the mother. So we know the salacha rech. If it would be based on that mishnah with the shechita of the animal, it's possible for a partial of the placenta to come out without a baby. The reason over there we say is it's partial. It's possible for part of placenta. We say ain vlat. If a placenta comes out, there was definitely a baby there but it's possible for a partial of the placenta to come out without a baby? Maybe yes. I over there, why do we say you can't eat it? Because where it goes there, it's x'ayra, x'ayra, m'xayra, If the whole placenta came out, for sure the, 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 the uh, calf was born. It's considered a calf born. And you can't eat it because even if it went back inside the mother, it came out already. You can't, you can't, you can't uh, it doesn't become kosher with the shechita of the mother. So if you would tell me that case, I would say, listen, the truth is, it's possible for a mix of blood, we don't say that. We say that what? That it's impossible for a part of the placenta to come out without part of the flock. As Rashi explained before, that if you would say that it's possible to say, yesh uh, mixas shulya bilovad, that shulya shas mixasa that that uh, that um, ye, that Yesh us Shuliyu below. It's possible for part of the placentic amount of blood we wouldn't be semach by a woman. Why? Because when a woman gave uh, part of the placental amount on the first day, right? It's possible there was no baby there, and even if there was a part of a baby, we don't know if it was most of the baby there. Most of it could have come out the next day. So we're not going to go two. We're not going to take two chumras there. Trey chumras. Dilma maybe came out, and maybe most of it came out. We don't say. But if you say. That whenever shulia came out, even a, even if partial there's definitely a baby in there. The only question is, is it most of the baby or not? So then we go, we have to be lechomer. Maybe most of the baby came out the first day. That's why we're choshish and we say anything she touched on that first day is already Tomei, because part of the baby for sure came out because the shulia came, part of the shulia came out. Part of the shulia came out. There's definitely part of the baby. We just don't know if it's most of it. So we go lechomer. But if you only tell me that by the case of the of the shore, I would say no. In the, case, in the case of not the shore, in case shore is an ox, and oxen, uh, uh, we're talking about a cow, a para, um, uh, if, if I would tell you that may, maybe it's possible for part of the placenta to come out without a fly. But the reason that we're machmer is because you can't eat this. Because maybe if if you allow to eat this, maybe the whole placenta will come out, and you'll eat that too, and then you can't because they're eating it. But by a woman, we're not talking about eating it. There's no problem of eating. You're not talking about eating. You're just talking about being machmer. So, therefore, <speaking in Hebrew> because you see, it came out the next day. In other words, part of it came out today, part of it came out the next day. You're <speaking in Hebrew> from there. So, it didn't all, not possible that it all came out the first day. The only, chid, the Hiddish is, is that that's the Hiddish. From that case, you would, it, it, from the case of the cow, you might say that it's possible Yesh makes us, yesh mix us below Yabelovat. Vlad. It's possible part of the placenta came out of the In this case, from Ula Merblazer, you see that if if part of the placenta came out one day, there's definitely a blood there. The only question is, is it most of the vlad or not? And because there's only one question, we really say that she's coming from the first day. Well, another thing that he said, Blazer, nothing to do with it. These are all different cases, but Ula we was saying the things that he said. Say you had a baby. A baby of Rehmat that died before it's 30 days old, you're not podit, right? It says, But let's say the baby was killed. and other words, it became a tref, it became it, uh, it got a mortal wound in the middle of the 30 days. Now, had it lived, had it not got the wound, it might have lived. So maybe you have to be podent in 30 days, too. You have to have a, a, a pegyanah ben for that. You don't have to be podit. It says, it says, you might say, you have surely you have to be poded, even as long as we had a viable baby, but it got killed, maybe you have to be poted anyway after 30 days. excluding no. Not in all cases. If it was killed, it's got to live, actually live the 30 days. It's not enough that it would have lived but it had not been killed. It's got to live the 30 days, otherwise you're not poted. A large animal, how are you it Are you it with Meshicha, pulling, uh, or with something else? Just with handing over the reins, handing it over. He goes like this time. Come say, both of them are pulled, whether it's a large animal, small animal, but by pulling Meshicha. Uh, lifting it up. How do you lift up an elephant or a big animal? You make it you know, to make it climb on a step or on, on some wood. So that's considered lifting it up, too. So Zemacholk is about that. So he said, Let's say brothers come to divide up an inheritance, right? That's if a man dies, he let his and shaman, You even assess what they're wearing, right? Because till now, they were sharing everything in the house, right? When this guy bought a $1,000 suit, this guy bought a $50 pair of jeans or something, right? So, do you assess when you divide it up? Let's say there's two brothers, and neither one is a bachor. and you want to do 50 well, 50. You take into account this guy's wearing a thousand dollar suit. That's that's uh, you take that into the cheshman. That you have to deduct because he already took this, right? Shem fil mashalin, a mashal benei beresayn But you don't you don't assess the, what the children their children are wearing because to take them to court would be too much of a bezoyon to start figuring that out. We don't want to embarrass them. So therefore. Uh, uh, we don't, we don't, we're not, we do not we not we do not embarrass the children. The but what the, what the two brothers are wearing, or you know what they're, what they have, if they've got a fancier car or whatever, all that is assessed. Sometimes you don't even assess what they're wearing. Let's say one of the brothers was the older one. He was already 25. He was taking care of the business affairs of the old man before he died. The other one was 12 years old. The other brother was 12. He wasn't taken care of, though. But they want the older brother to dress nicely so that when he goes to business meetings, you know, they'll respect him. So sometimes that has to be taken into account. People want the other family members, want the older brother to be respected. So therefore, he's entitled to that extra suit or whatever. Let's say a shomer. I was given a charge to guard this item, and I gave it to another one. I gave it to another Shomer. Is that, am I responsible to, a, if, if I'm only responsible for negligence, I gave it to this guy who was a valid Shomer, right? Uh, whether he's a better Shomer or worse Shomer, he's a Shomer, is that negligence on my part? No, I'm only responsible. I'm not responsible, that's not considered negligence, and i want only be responsible for negligence, it's not negligence. I'm not a Shomer, Shomer, Shomer. Putter, I'm putter. Right, Patter Arishamhalo Santinim Shahya Patri Mike said, Slow Rashad says. And Patter for all the cases that I would be patter if it was with me. Below me boy Shamchimasl Shamasakhar, certainly a Shomachhinam, who gave it to a Shamar Sakhar to watch. Shamar Sachha the Iluya ilish Maso, he improved the Shmir because the Shamar Sakhar who's paid is going to guard it even against Genevan A Veda. He's going to be very careful. Ella Fulash, Shamasl Shamchanim, even if I was a Shomasakhar and I gave it to a Shomachhinim, who has less the hashtag Guru Gaham Shah, I've made the Shmir less me I'm, I'm also a potter. Sure, must have been thus. I gave it to somebody. I that's not considered negligence. Even it's not considered Gnaibana Veda. I'm a Shorasakh, I was hired, right? And I'm only responsible for negligence or for Gnaib and Aveda. I gave it to a Shamrachinim to watch. That's that's responsible. And therefore, uh, if anything happened to it, uh if it wasn't Gnaibana Veda, uh if, it, if let's say an accident happened to it, I don't have to pay for it because I'm I did my job. I guarded it against. Again, even if I guard against negligence and the fact that I gave it to somebody else to watch, it's not negligence. That's where Umar Blazer rubs them or no, just the opposite. That's not part of my job is to give it to somebody else. Love me, boy. Certainly, if I'm a and I gave it to the glory God, I made the shmir worse. That's considered negligence. Even if I'm a shaman, and I gave it to her, I pay. I was I was charged with guarding it without paying. I'm only responsible for negligence. And I paid somebody else to guard it. So I'm I'm giving a better guarding than I was done. Also, I'm responsible. <laughs> 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 I'm the <laughs> to pay. Rashi says, even for excellence, the, late, cause the owner could say, I believed you. I trusted you. Because the Shomer always has to swear that he wasn't negligent or that it wasn't lost or stolen, depending on his uh, level of shmirah. And the owner could say, I trusted you. I don't trust this guy at all, even if he swears to me. So what did you give it to him? That's not that, That's considered really negligence. Because even though I, I trusted you, and you're only responsible for negligence, but you gave it to somebody else to watch, I don't care if you paid him. I don't trust him at all. And therefore, you're responsible. Even if it was an accident, you're responsible. Then that's you what it, huh? you If he has permission, permission, then he has permission. That's not a problem. I'm talking about without permission he asked permission, then it's like the owner gave it to the guy. Here we're talking about where he didn't ask permission. The halacha is that if I owe you money, right? right, let's have a malva and a lova, the malva can collect, right? Now, normally, the malva, when he collects a loan, he collects from, if there's karka, the karka is considered mortgage to the loan. Can he collect from slaves? So let's say slaves. Are slaves like karka or not? Then he says, the you can collect from slaves. Um, says, the Uli says, Rav Lezar, me me. did Rav Lazar say you could even collect from some? In other words, the owner owed money, uh, the, the father owed money for a loan, right? If he had karka, if he had no karka and he died and there's nothing to collect and you can't collect from from uh, cash and movables from Yisoma. If he had karka, you can collect that from Yisoma because that's considered mortgage. What about slaves? So Nachman said to Ullah, can you even can you collect even from your Sonim? Or is are they Avodim? Kanani, is that like Karka and you collect even Solman? He says, No, 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 no. mine only from the father. So, mine what do you mean from the father? mine I feel a like us. What are you talking about collecting his slaves? In other words, if he has no money, he has no karka, he has no assets, you can go take his slave as payment. <laughs> if you collect from him, you could take his shirt. You could take anything he has. The guy owes you money. You have a you have an IOU. He has no car, he has nothing. Take his shirt, take his car, take anything he has. What do you mean? What's the question? That? And that's the question is it evident like metaflin or not? So, so, uh, Ula, so Rav uh, Nachman said to Ula, can you collect even from Uh, because is it like Karka? He says, no, 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 and I'm not arguing about that. You can only collect uh, uh, from him himself, meaning it's not, um, uh, uh, I'm only talking about him himself. So he said, him himself, he can even collect like from his shirt, the skin, and she also a pot he made it a pot- He mortgaged the Evan. Evet. He made a potake collect from here. Let's say I borrowed money and I said, okay, if you can't collect from me, you can go collect from the slave. You take the slave. Umachro. And then I sold the slave to somebody else who's already mortgaged to this guy. Ba'chov it can collect. Right? But up. if I made the shor, umachro and Why? My time. When I sell an evit people hear about it and therefore the buy- guy who bought it who bought the evet should have known about it should have known that it was mortgaged right? it was registered you know uh, and should have known about it so he took his chances so um if i if i made my evet a mortgage i mortgaged my evet to my loan and i sold the evet or well, the Bachov had a prior lien he can go take the evet if i if i mortgaged an ox and i sold the ox then uh, the Bachov can't collect from there because the purchaser who bought it doesn't wouldn't have known that it was mortgaged, or less like it Okay, so that was all the boss, that was also Rav Nachman, Ray Ulam Rablazer said, Allah you can collect from a butter. Rav Nachman said, what, even from Yisoum? He says, no, 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 only from him himself. Only from him himself. Uh, but the point is, the chidosh is, is that, that he uh, it was mortgaged to somebody else and you could still take the evid. Bossa after Rav Nachman left, in other words, Ula didn't want to fight with Rav Nachman. After he left, Amal Ula, Ula said, the truth is, said, "I feel In other words, that an eviknani is like karka, and just like karka, if a man owed money and he had real estate and he died, the real estate went to the yisomim. But if he had a, if he had an outstanding loan, the balechol can collect from the real estate. Same thing, he can collect from the other because Ula, amar Rebbeser As we'll see, he has support for this that an eviknani is like karka. for but he didn't want to he didn't want to tell Rav Nachman that because Rav Nachman held that uh, that an avid is not like Kark. It's metahlan, and you can't collect from you So that's what Rav Nachman said to Ula. Did Rav Osir say that even by Yisomin? He says, no, 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 I'm not talking about says, I'm only talking about him himself. Him himself, he can collect his shirt. No, we're talking about where he mortgaged it to somebody else. He mortgaged it, and then uh, he sold it to somebody else, and that's the point, that you can go collect it because people know about it. In other words, if you mortgaged it to a Baal Chow, and then you sold it, the guy who bought it should have known, and it's his tough luck. But after, after Ab Nachman left, Ula said, the truth is, Reb Lazar said, you could even collect it from your son because it's like karka. Um, Nachman, <laughs> he slithered away from me. He, you know, uh, he stayed away from me because he's afraid, because I hold that an is like Matalflin. And he didn't want to tell me. He didn't want to tell me that an is like karka because he was afraid I would beat him in an argument, I would, I would disprove him, so he didn't want to argue with me. In other words, Ulam, Reb Lezer, said, that, that is like Kaka, he could even collect it from Yisomin. Um And Reb Nachman said, even when he says, well, no, I didn't go that far. But he really did go that far, he just didn't want to argue with Reb Nachman. there was a story about Adah, the Adah, they collected it from Yasoman. In other words, where there was an outstanding loan, and the man had an Ebe K'nani and the man died, and the uh, Aviknani went to his kids, and they had the Ba'chov collected from his kids. i a story also of the Bishvah, where Rav Lachana Bar-Bissna, he also collected me some O'ma lehu, Rav Nachman, Zilu Adur, Rav said, give it back. You can't collect the Aviknani from Yisam. Be low, and if you don't give it back, Ma'binu Lechav Nacha, I'll take away your palaces, and I'll, I'll take away your homes, I'll go into your homes, I'll take that away too. It's a wrong Allah. O'ma Rab, Rav understand. Ha'ulam Ulam Ravlazi, if Ulam Ravlazi said that what that Evakani is like Karka and you collect it in your summit. Hadine we have the Diane Narda who passed away. Barabah Hiss about Hana Barbisna in Pumpadisa passed away. Mar, commands on, Spreele, who do you hold like? When you say Evakani is not like Karka, who do you, who do you base it on? Amle, I know Maslisi, I know a brysa. the Tony Avime, Avime said, Prusbul, Khala Karka. Remember Prusbul? You have to take them, I think Prusbul, that you say that the you give your loans over to the Besdin to collect, so therefore that uh, so Shviyus is not Mishama doesn't take off your loan. Yep. That only works if the uh, if the borrower the Lova has some karka, even a small tiny slither of karka, because then it's like it's the loan is like it's collected already because the Malva can always go to the karka. ha karka, but it's not on an bottom. You have to it, it's not like, Avikani. Uh, is not like karka. Prusbol is only if you have karka if the Lova has karka. Otherwise you can't do a prusbol. Uh, but it's not hal on a bottom. Metalflin niktnim akar. Metalflin is like can be can be acquired with karka and niktnim bottom. So what do you see that an eved is not like karka? Because a is only if there's karka, if the law has karka, and not if he has an eved And And we have metalflin. If I if I sell you my house and my car, if you make a kenyon on the house, you get the car, right? But if I sell you my house ha- my uh, car and my eved, and you acquired the eved, you don't get the car. So you see that an eved is not like karka. This question is an evident canani like or not, is going to be the subject that Gamar's going to try to say is a machlokistan. We're going to continue with that discussion tomorrow. Yeah. All this is really off the topic. We got onto it because the Ulama bless you. It. Have a good day. A good day. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow. no, good. Tomorrow's will start us right. Regular time. Regular time.